G'day gang, Simo and Ed, back again in our birthday double edition. <laughs> yes. We're, and today we're going to talk about... Well, we're going to talk about how you can find yourself as a cart track owner. Now, I'm not sit, talking about sitting around a campfire singing Kumbaya, my friends, or sitting out and going barefoot through the forest and trying to work out where you are, but I'm going to give you a quick idea of how to find out where you are as a track owner work out very quickly what type of track owner you are and then we're going to talk a little bit about what we've got planned up strategically moving forwards for the year ahead because this is our one year video mm -hmm. and it's straight off the back of the last video we looked at the most popular videos over the last 12 months and worked out that a lot of you are sales and marketing mm -hmm. and I can really understand that and that's to be applauded but there's more deeper strategic stuff that will get you faster to where you want to go in a much simpler route. Absolutely. So, you're with Sumo and Ed, and this is the Fast Line Track Growth Show. It is indeed. Mm. So, I'm gonna describe the five levels now of cart track ownership. Cool. This has been scientifically researched, looked into, and everybody has really got the, around this, and we've started to pull this together from all the big brains around the world. And they said, no, I'm not interested in telling you any of that. Work it out yourself. So I did. <laughs> but here we go. Here's a real common one. I speak to lots of business owners, not just car track owners, from around the globe. And I just get into some conversation with them. The most common state that most business owners are in is a state of overwhelm. Yeah. It's where they're coming into work every morning, sometimes dreading it, and they drive into work and they just sitting there going, I don't know what to do. What do I do next? I got a, I got a to-do list longer than my arm. I've read all the time mm. management books. It's taught me how to do the Ivy Lee method, mm. which is a great book, by the way. <laughs> but you got the Ivy Lee method, you got all these things, and they're sitting there and they're, they're religiously writing out their bits and pieces. They just go straight out the window. And, it, and the other weird thing is quite often when there's overwhelm, it can be so much stuff going on, you become less productive. Yeah. There'll be days when you walk out, you haven't done anything in your business. You're looking around at everybody else and they're all driving nice cars and doing really well and you're thinking, how on earth am I going to sustain this? And yeah, it's, you, it's like you're firefighting or you're wrestling alligators every day. That's it. You start looking around wondering if it's better off to have a job mm. and you're just thinking, ah, oh, what was it? They're all right about me. <coughs> Mm. I should never have been a business owner, <laughs> which is nonsense. <clears throat> if you've got as far as getting your track up and running and you've got some staff, which I know you mm. all have, and you've got customers turning up, you are in the right place. You just perhaps haven't got the right strategies in place. Yeah. So we're going to give you something at the end of this that will enable you to work out really where you sit. That'll be quite interesting in itself to know if you're doing a pretty decent job down your track. Or if not, it might highlight a couple of areas on how you can get there. If you need any other help beyond that, well, we'll talk about that later. Mm. So the first yeah. state is overwhelmed. Yeah. Now a few of you might be sitting there going, well, there are days like that, but most of the time I'm just busy. Mm. I don't know why, but busy it just seems to be like almost like a badge. A badge of honor. Yeah. I'm just a hassle. You know, oh. it's sort of like, well, really? I've had it again this week mm. at the time of recording. A good friend of mine lives mm. eight miles from here. Mm. Right? I'm down here every couple of weeks. And he said, we should meet up. And I'm going, that's great. I'm down every two weeks. Just let me know mm. in advance. We'll sort something out. We'll have a spot of food together. Hasn't done it. This week, he sends me a note through WhatsApp. 
messaging system and he says we should talk and I go great here's my Calendly link so I click on that and yeah we could have a catch up June is the first time he thinks he can talk it's March at the time of yeah. filming I'm looking at him going how long have we known each other it's like 11 mm. years mate pick your phone up <laughs> right now he's got that that's a badge of honour for him I'm so busy you're going to mm. wait till June mm. right and business owners fall into this trap where busy is a really smart thing to be. It's always like, you see all the adverts going, yeah, bit of hard work, we'll get you there as a business owner. I mean, you, you, you go through, that's what school's all about, because yeah. hard work pays off. That's right. You want to be successful, work harder. That's it. It's, it's not. It's just a really, that's a really shit goal. Right, it's because they're it, prepping you for Victorian Industrial Revolution yes, age. the man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the man is brainwashing everyone so when they go and get a real job yeah they'll work hard to get up that ladder yeah to keep the machines turning yeah so you've got overwhelm at the bottom there and then mm. people are going well there are days like this but i'm, mm. I'm working well so you, you're overworked is the next mm. level up yeah right so we're on five levels of uh, track ownership mm. here mm. those in overwhelm are maybe fight flight fight or fight yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and overworked is it's fine, I know what I'm doing. Mm. I'm getting stuff done. It doesn't always get done, but it's all right. If I work 80 mm. hours this week, you'll hear these people sitting down saying stuff like, you know, only a few of us can work like nobody else will mm. to live like very few of us can and all those sort of nonsense phrases. Because nobody's actually sat them down and gone, you do realize it's a strategic way that you don't mm. have to work so bloody hard to go and get this sorted. But there has to be like a mechanism in place that will help you understand what to work on first and the order that you do stuff in. And also, just understanding time management better. Mm. Time management isn't, nobody can manage time. There you go, I've said it. You can manage your energy and your energy levels. Right, so this becomes more important. And where you then direct your energy and what on, may determine whether you just remain out of overwhelm and into overworked or if you can really get sorted very quickly and have a strategic path through you can get up to the next level which is organized which is where you sit down you go into your work and you go this is looking all right i know all the to-do list it fits into a 60 hour week not an 80 hour week but usually a bit less but there's organization around it there's some stuff will crop up occasionally and there'll be a bit of pain and it probably happens quite often people in overwhelm and overworked those two lowest levels very rarely taking holidays micromanaging mm -hmm. everything probably feel nobody can do it better than them and all that sort of stuff organized is i know what we're doing where i'm still maybe managing too much than i really should but i do get away for a holiday once in a while but only once a year. <laughs> yeah. I might have one or two good people in place. Yeah, that's it. I've got somebody I trust, but mm. not for too long. You know, and, and that really is like the, the organized business owner. Most businesses only get to organized. There's still a quite a percentage, and I'll be making the percentage figures up, but I reckon about 80% of business owners will at some point get to an organised stage and go, yeah, I've made it. Right, not realising there's still a couple more levels to go up. Do you reckon 18% would get to there? Well, I, I use that because Pareto's... I think, it, I think it'd be less than that. I think my... 
if you look at uh, in, the, it, in the three levels, 80% mm. of the businesses are falling to overwhelm, overworked, or organised. Yeah. yeah, no, I agree with that. Yeah. In the top 16 or so, mm. 20% of that will then get into those top two levels. Mm. And it'll probably be 1%. Mm -hmm. At the very top. Yeah, and then, like, uh, And then the, the Elons of this world. <laughs> <laughs> then you've got your, a few unicorns up there. So you've got the organised persons mm. maybe taking a hold of it. They're still managing bits and pieces. Mm. They're still very integral to the business, which is a bit of a problem. But if they get that sorted and get the right people around them, they can get to the point where they get to overseer. Now, most business owners think this is the point of business to be an overseer of your business. Where you turn up, life's probably mm. looking pretty rosy. You may be doing 30 hours a week. You're popping in and out. Nobody's really asking what you're up to. It doesn't matter if you have a lie-in one morning or you just sneak off early yeah. on a Friday to go and play a bit of golf or go and have a spin around your own cart track. But what you're doing is you're just overseeing the management team around you. Okay, so you've probably got three to five people that are really doing like break dumps, yeah. right? And that is like really, really cool. So most people stay there. And because we've got this mentality of work is good, <laughs> a bit George Orwellian, <laughs> but it's work is good. We're like, well, this is it. You know, I've still got to be there because I'm going to oversee the business. Right? But if you've got to turn up in your own business, you've still got a job. True. The only point where you really realise true track ownership is the point at which you become what I call the owner. And that's the point at which... You don't even have to turn up sometimes. Now, I'm, a, I'm aware of three or four tracks globally that do that. I'm sure there's others, mm. but it's such a small number. Yeah. And it's the ones where, and I've, I've heard the phone conversations from, from the crew downstairs and the people saying, oh, well, he doesn't come into the track anymore. And it's like, good, we've got a proper track owner mm. here. You can only really get there if you've got a management team around you that aren't just doing stuff, they're growing stuff. Yeah. Right, so how do you attract that talent? How do you spot it? Who are you really looking for? And then this, this, this particular time of filming, mm -hmm. sort of post-COVID, yeah. employing people is very difficult. It has been a lot more of a challenge, hasn't it? We've had the big resignation globally. People have just been reassessing and refinding themselves. That's at all levels of business. There's people just resigning and walking on. I know a couple of people have just retired early because they just thought, you know, sod it. I can get by and I don't need to do this anymore. So getting the right people around you is really tough. So finding the right people that have still got some drive and ambition to grow things around you, not very easy at the moment. No. So if I, if I ask the question to cart track owners now watching this video and said what level do you think you're at i suspect most of them will go oh, i'm an overseer or i'm <laughs> organized yeah right that'd be human nature right very few people most people more than half right don't get to that sort of level what you need is a really bloody good friend somebody will just tell you straight like me and him talk to each other like we just tell each other don't we you need somebody you can trust and go up to them. And I mentioned these five levels, overwhelm, overworked, organized, overseer, owner, and go, what level am I at? And you, you kind of need to be honest with yourself. Mm -hmm. you, you, you know, I, I've seen that, oh yeah, we're that. I'm 
probably underranked myself a lot because I've got maybe more ambition than others. I don't know. But I reckon I am inorganised, sticking my head up and down <laughs> into... <laughs> this will be interesting. <laughs> Drum roll. Well, You're just thinking this through now. Into, into ownership. But then, then sometimes dropping back down into overwhelm. Overwhelm. <laughs> it changes over time. I'm in overworked at the moment. Right, there's just too much going on in my private life. There's mm. too much going on in my business life. I'm in overworked, so there's, I've just got to put a few hours mm. in, which is cool. I've got a plan to get out of that. Mm. Right, very few people have a plan on how to get to the next level or even <coughs> know how to do mm. that. Right. And I guess this leads in a little bit to, to something we're going to share with you over the next 12 months. So you, you, you're telling me you can go from overwhelmed to overworked to organised, mm -hmm. then back down to overworked. Yep. Can you go back down to overwhelmed? Oh, you can very easily sit into overwhelm. In fact, most companies during their life cycle will do that. If you start to look at what some of the bigger businesses are doing that have really mm -hmm. made it and start to flourish, you find that the, the people that are driving that and why they make money so quickly is they understand how to skip out of overwhelm to get into ownership very quickly. And then the people they have around them, and then people will say things like, oh, it's easy because they've got loads of money or whatever, but actually it's where they're spending their money, what they prioritize, how they manage that energy, because you can't manage time, you can only manage energy. They start to really work out very quickly how to get into ownership. Once you own a business, mm. it's not dragging all your time off you. If you're an Elon or a Branson or you know one of the big players in industry, and you've got free time on your hands, typically they fill it up with building the next stage of the business because they've got lots of contacts. They can push mm. things forward further faster. Right, and you can be part of that, you can tap into that. I'm not saying it'll be mm. tens of millions or a half a billion, but you can very quickly get to a point where you can make stuff happen very, very quickly. But you've got to understand how to get out of each of those levels. Mm. Right. I can't go into all of that today. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be a whopping... Well, it's not. Okay, there's only mm. nine steps. I don't want to yeah. give too much away. There's three pillars, there's five mm. levels, there's nine steps. Uh, so getting through all of that in business is simple. doesn't mm. mean it's easy, but it's very simple. But the one thing that we can do, if you'll join us, is mm. we can do something we're looking at over the next 12 months. You should join into the big benchmarking bonanza. Mm. The big benchmarking bonanza. I had to make it alliterative. Yeah. <laughs> big benchmarking bonanza for cart tracks. And what we're proposing is over the next few weeks and early months, we're going to just ask a bunch of questions of each track. You don't have to join in. No. It would be a really smart move to join in because all okay. those who join in will feed back anonymized data that will tell you how you're doing against tracks globally. Mm. Now, it won't just to give you a league table, and we won't mm. share all those details anyway, mm. but it will give you an idea of where you sit within a percentage across the globe and how your track is performing. So some areas you might be doing really, really well in, in which case we'll probably get you on one of these videos. Mm. And other areas we're going, oh, there's quite a bit to go here. Something's not right mm. over here. And what that will do is hopefully make you more profitable. 
will give you the clues, right, of what to work on next to get up those five levels of car track ownership, which will be a fantastic second birthday prize, because within 12 months, you'll have more of an idea of how to like climb up to that business owner where you don't need to beat your car track ever and still have it earning money for you mm. while you go and generate more income. And all we're going to ask is simple mm. questions because I know most of you are in overwhelm. <laughs> so it's got to be a short couple of bits and pieces. But we're going to come up with some strategic questions which will not only let you benchmark against the globe, but it will also help you understand potentially what next. So you can get higher up, take finally take control. Let your car track be that business that you dreamt of when you first started in business. Absolutely. And this, this idea came to us from a previous video we did on management tools where we talked about benchmarking. It did. Yeah. And we started to talk about it after the, the, the show yeah. and started to talk about to, to talk to a couple of other tracks. Yeah, yeah. And we realised there's nothing out there. No. How do you know how good your track is? You've got no idea. No. You, you know. And it's not just how well are you doing. It's like it's in the moments when you're, because this is a life cycle there. If you're slipping down from organising to overwhelm, right, and you're in the thick of it, what happens is when there's trouble in business, and I can still remember very vividly some of the shit I had to go through when I was in business, what happens is something happens and then every, all your peripheral vision just narrows. Yeah. Right, so then all the tools you've got available, you can only see what's in front of you, but there's all this stuff out here to help you. You just can't see it. Mm. That's moments potentially when you've got employees looking at you going, why don't we just do this? Or the moments when you're sitting there like, late mm. at night with your other half and you know, Debs will quite often turn around to me and go, well, it's just that, isn't it? Mm. Like, how did she see that? But it's because the vision just closes down and you're like, right, got this available to me, what do we do now? Mm -hmm. So the benchmarking, yes, you can work out where you're on the track, but the bigger thing is it gives you a clue mm. on what next. Yeah. And that will be the strategy. So for the last 12 months, it's been around sales and marketing. More sales doesn't necessarily mm. mean more profit. It doesn't mean necessarily more fun. It can quite often mean more work. <laughs> yeah, once you've made a sale, you've mm. got to deliver contractually. Yeah. Right, so that means all the things that go wrong, all the staff, all the heating, lighting, insurance, taxes, like it's yep. more of that. So you're going, right, I'll have more of that and I'll be more successful. So, okay, right, possibly. And the state that we find ourselves in currently, March 2022, mm -hmm. we've got a lot of tracks that are doing really well yep. uh, in, in the peak times, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, where they're fully booked. So how do you make more profit? Because you can't sell any more rides. Mm -hmm. But how do you make that more profitable? And this benchmarking exercise and the strategic videos we're going to do will help you do that. Well, I've, I've heard the calls. We're really, really mm. busy at the moment. Do you need mm. some parts? Yeah, we need some parts. Great. What are they? I haven't had a chance to have a look at it. Mm. And it's like, that's just a symptom of overworked, overwhelmed. Mm. And uh, yeah, they're more busy. Yeah, there's more stuff going on. Yeah, they're making more money. But deep down, you know that 
like unless you get some bits and pieces in place the carts are going to stop at some mm. point on the track mm. right so the, the clock is ticking so that's a really good insight into car track ownership it's like that just shouldn't really happen whereas if you're into overseer mode or organize uh, owner mm. mode you could just step in if you really want to be an overseer or you could just tell your management team to sort it and they will spot that and do bits and pieces and then you can carry on fly well, fishing. Well, that's it. I, I mean, quite often you'll have track owners and I go, I need new helmets, I need new race suits, I need new rain suits. Mm -hmm. Okay, not a problem, we'll sort that for you. What do you need? What sizes? I don't know, I'd have to look. Yep. And that process drag out for about three weeks yeah and you call them right oh, I haven't had time or I haven't had time and it's just the overwhelm and the overworked yeah whereas had one guy the other day called me up yeah says right have you got an order for helmet suits and rain suits I said nope said right get on the so-and-so yeah got it in him and within five days of that call Everything was sorted out. Going out the door. And I happen to know, because I heard the end tail end of that one call, it wasn't the business owner that sorted it. He, he pushed it. No, he just, he he just it then, he nudged it? me. He said, have you received this? I yeah. said, no. Well, we talk regularly anyway. Yeah, and then you he know. made one phone call, mm. I'm guessing, to the, one of his tracks. He made me do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's a smart guy. There you go. Even better. So he's doing it really yeah. well. So he's just nudged that out. Had to <coughs> touch mm. it. Mm. Probably had a very lovely time, mm. came back, probably had a quick mm. look, went, oh great, the suits mm. are in. Okay. That's the way to do it. Yeah. Look, I hope this is going to be, I know it'll be really mm. useful, I hope you uh, get on board with it. We're going to ask a few simple questions, that'll probably happen in the next two to three weeks because we're busy. Mm. Okay. We're going to get those questions out to you though. If you come and play, then you get the rights to go and have a look at what the results are. If you don't answer the questions, don't come and get involved. We're not going to release that information. I think that's only fair. It'll all yep. be anonymised. It won't be related to any track. You don't even have to put your track name on there. Just have to respond to a few of the emails. You can apply with, reapply with a, an anonymous email. <laughs> so it'll give you some insights on, on potentially where next. And if you're really interested in true track ownership and you mm. want to get there, this is like what we're about to do here. It's shining a light, a very mm. useful light, and a very powerful one of some stuff that will help you. But if you really want to get there quickly, well, we'll switch all the lights on to the whole warehouse. And you're going to go, wow, is this what we have to do? And you go, yeah, here's some simple stuff to really get you to the point where your track will just take off and your business will take mm. off. So that may take a little bit of time. We can do it. <laughs> well... That's it, that's our birthday over. We look knackered for mm. one years old. Yeah. Crikey, wait till we're two <laughs> years old. <laughs> oh, jeez, we're going to be... Terrible twos. Yeah. But that, for, 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 uh, for terrible twos, we'll just be walking around going, why? Why? <laughs> why? <laughs> we're like, go away. <laughs> <laughs> look forward to that in, the, in 12 months' time. <laughs> All right, it's goodbye from me. Cheerio from me. And we'll see you next week. See you in a bit.